is up? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Snaggle Show. I am, of course, your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. It is Wednesday, March 6th, 2019. This episode of The Snaggle Show is brought to you by The Snaggle Wrestling Federation, which you can see every Thursday night over at twitch.tv slash snaggle J starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It is a custom federation in WWE 2K19. And again, you can check out all the action every Thursday night at 7.30 over at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash snagglej. This past Sunday, March 3rd, marks the second anniversary of the Nintendo Switch, a console that, for better or for worse, has changed the perception of the current generation of video game devices. It is a console that I have had a tumultuous relationship with going from ignorance, hatred, not believing it was going to work, and spinning that around to the Nintendo Switch being one of the sole reasons for my rekindling of my love of video games. Um, So in this episode of The Snaggle Show, I'm going to take a look back at the two years of the Nintendo Switch um, and maybe some speculation as to where I think the Switch may go in the future. Now, I want to go back to an era before the Switch came out, so 2016. Um, I was YouTubing, you know, I don't want to say regularly, but probably on a weekly basis. And when the Switch was first announced... I was very, very skeptical for a multitude of reasons. Um, Initially, it was like, well, this is basically just a 3DS that plugs into your TV. Um, I mean, if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash snagglej, you will find a plethora of videos that I posted in mid-2016 right up until the Switch's release, where I was extremely negative about the console and the idea and the direction. And basically, in my mind, Nintendo was going to fail. The Wii U was a gigantic consumer flop simply because, you know, it... The Wii was, was was a big hit for Nintendo because it was extremely innovative, but it became apparent that third-party designers were going to abandon Nintendo's platforms because with the Wii versus uh, you know the Xbox and PlayStation variants at the time, the Wii U versus the PlayStation and Xbox variants at the time, and then onto the Switch... Nintendo's consoles were were underpowered, and a lot of AAA games could not be scaled down to the point where they could fit on a Nintendo system. So, for a variety of reasons, lack of sports games, lack of AAA titles, lack of good titles in general, I thought the Switch was doomed to fail. Um, You know, I remember, it's funny, uh, because I've had this episode planned for a little while. Uh, and I'm only recording it a couple of days before it comes out, but I've had it in the works for a while. And it's funny because on 
Sunday, which was the actual anniversary, the third, I had a Facebook memory come up and it was me, um, with a picture of a light switch that I had installed in a room in the house and saying, picked up my new switch today. Sorry. I didn't post an unboxing, but just being just generally not impressed with anything Nintendo was doing at that time. And it's funny to look back on that now and, and see, you know, kind of where I'm at at this point, two years later. And it's kind of hilarious. I've always had an on again, off again relationship with, with Nintendo. Obviously the Nintendo entertainment system was my first console. Uh, I still remember the day I got it. I still remember how incredibly hard Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was and continues to be until this day. I remember playing Super Mario Brothers early on. I remember some of the, um, rentals that we used to pick up at the store. And then I went from Nintendo to Genesis, uh, because that's what my parents got me. I wasn't really like super well, like connected in gaming news. I didn't know, you know, the whole Genesis versus Super Nintendo. I mean, in Canada, it, there wasn't the same level of, of, you know, Sega does what Genesis don't advertising and things like that. Um, so I went to Genesis and my friends had Super Nintendo. So I got a lot of time playing Super Nintendo. Uh, one of my closest friends um, is the reason why I love Super Mario RPG so much. He had a Super Nintendo um, so we would always be like play, you know, adventure and RPG type games on the Super Nintendo. And then we would play sports games on the Genesis, like World Series Baseball and NHL 94, because they were just, they were just better on the Genesis. Um, and then I went from that to not really partaking in Nintendo 64 and just continuing on with my Genesis. And I went to PlayStation. Uh, I had a GameCube in there as well. Um, you know, and then, and then I've been, a I went to Xbox 360. I had an Xbox as well. Uh, I went to, I mean, I had a Wii. I still have a Wii obviously, and I didn't have a Wii U. And then the idea of a switch just, just didn't interest me. I mean, I, I am and, and still am a PS4 guy. I don't have an Xbox one. Um, something that people continue to tell me that is a mistake, but whatever. So when the Wii was first announced to bring that story back full circle, I had no interest. Uh, with Legend of Zelda being literally the only launch title, no Mario game until the winter, very little in the way of AAA support and announcements, I was all out. I had no interest in picking one up. And for the first couple of months after the Switch came out, for me, it was an afterthought. I mean, I watched some people stream Breath of the Wild, and sure, it looked cool, um, and, and whatever, whatever. But it, it, again, it just didn't interest me. I had a huge PlayStation backlog. I'm like, well, all these people playing Breath of the Wild, like, I can just go play The Witcher 3, which in every way, in my opinion, is better at that time, obviously. At that time, uh, my opinion was, you know, everything in Witcher 3 is better, uh, you know, I could go back and play Skyrim, which at this time is a six-year-old game. Uh, you know, it's better than Breath of the Wild. Like, you know, I, I just had that mentality of I hated the fact that Nintendo was always trying to be different. 
And yes, you could take the thing out and play it on the go. And, you know, it was like having a 3DS and a Wii packaged into one and whatever. And as the summer went on and summer turned into fall, um, my kids started showing interest in the Switch, probably because of the fact that they watch YouTube and YouTube advertisements targeted at kids. And, you know, when information for Super Mario Odyssey started coming out, it kind of started to interest me a little bit. Now, I had tried to get the kids into playing PlayStation, and it just it just didn't take. Too many buttons. Uh, and now my kids at the time, 2017, so we're talking a year and a half ago, late 2017. So, I mean, they would have been five and seven. They really didn't take to, you know, they, they play a little bit of Rocket League and whatever, but they started saying, you know, we'd like to get a Switch, we'd like to get a Switch. My wife and I talked about it. We said, well, we'll get them a Switch for, for Christmas. So that was the big, the big family gift from, you know, from everyone to everyone was I picked up a Nintendo Switch, which by the way, I had no problem getting, um, you know, for the first Christmas being out, I picked one up, I think two weeks before Christmas. Uh, and I picked up Super Mario Odyssey with it, and that was the big Christmas gift. And so we opened it on Christmas. The kids were super excited. And, you know, after the initial rush and foray was over, um, Dad got his chance with Super Mario Odyssey. And I feel like I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I don't leave anything out here because I feel like it. I, I'm trying, there's a story here I'm trying to tell and I just want to make sure I tell it right because I think it's important, you know, for people to, to realize that, you know, that shit changes. <laughs> so I played Super Mario Odyssey and I was blown away that this game that, you know, we picked up primarily because the kids wanted it and the kids would enjoy it and we could get kid games on the rather kid-friendly Nintendo I was like, wow, this game is great. I played through the, you know, the majority of the main story in the first day or two. Um, and I was like, this game is, this game's fantastic. Like it was, it was, it was great. I loved it. There was, it was, the graphics were good and the controls were good and the gameplay was fun. And, you know, searching for moons was challenging. So it was easy enough that the kids could play and it was challenging enough that I could play and I enjoyed it. Which, you know, by this point in late 2017, Christmas time, I had subsided with the YouTube hatred of Nintendo. Once the Switch came out, I kind of stopped dogging on it all the time. Instead, I focused on doing things like dogging on the Nintendo Classic, um, which was a whole other episode for a whole other day. So, Boxing Day sales come along, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a big event for... Me and uh, my brother-in-law and my father-in-law, we usually go out and go shopping. And we hit up the EB Games. And I had a a gift card that someone had given me for Christmas. It, it may have been my uh, mother and father-in-law. I don't remember that to be 100% sure. But, and we go to the EB Games and I see Breath of the Wild. And I think, okay, you know... Let's figure out, let's see what all the hype is about. 
So we pick up Breath of the Wild, and needless to say, I had... This is on the 27th. Boxing Day starts where I live in New Brunswick on the 27th because the 25th and 26th are holidays. So I was off work until January 2nd. So I had, you know, another week or so, like a little less than a week, like six days. And I spent all six of those days playing The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I was absolutely blown away by how amazing this game was. It was... Everything I like about an RPG game rolled into one. And I know people have varying opinions on Breath of the Wild. They hate the weapon degradation system, blah, 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 blah. But the total package is an amazing game. And I thought, wow, like, I I had, at that point, I had wished that I had picked it up on launch. But it was still just a game. And, you know, Breath of the Wild came and Breath of the Wild went. And, you know, a month or so later, I was kind of done with the Switch again. The kids played it. Uh, it spent a lot of time sitting, you know, in the corner. Uh, so, like, for, to give you guys an idea, in, in my house, I have where I am right now, uh, which is the relocated man cave at the moment because the man cave is under construction. But,. It's the relocated man cave. So down here I have my my laptop and I have my workstation where like I work when I telework from home. And I have my PlayStation 4, my PlayStation 3. Uh, it's all down here because this is where I stream from. And the Nintendo Switch is upstairs in the living room. So it's right there. Easy access for the kids uh, and things of that nature. And it sat there for a while and it really didn't get much use. I picked up some golf story um, based on a recommendation from a few people, mostly uh, from Rich. Rich had recommended Golf Story, uh, spoke very highly of it, so I picked it up, I gave it a try, and I really liked it. But for the most part, I wasn't hooked. I just, you know, it, it was there. When MLB The Show came out in March, it was back to the PlayStation. Um, you know, lots of great PlayStation games came out last year. You know, God of War, Red Dead 2, Spider-Man, um, just amazing games that kept my time, um, you know, that kept my time on other systems. And then I went through, and I, and I talked about this quite a bit on last week's episode, just kind of telling you guys what I've been at and where I've been mentally. Um, I went through a, a break. In early November, I just, I stopped streaming. I gave up video games. I just needed a a, a way out. Not a way out, but I needed to get away. Because gaming for me had become more of a chore uh, and less of being fun. And what brought me back was the Nintendo Switch. Because I remember we had Zelda and Mario Odyssey. I picked up Super Smash Brothers when it came out and I had a lot of fun going through and, and playing it with the kids and unlocking the characters. Uh, we got Pokemon Let's Go uh, as a Christmas gift for the family. And, you know, I, it was such a fun, casual game. I can remember during Christmas break, um, just sitting back in my Lazy Boy with, you know, one Joy-Con, traveling through the, the Pokemon world, just mindless, brainless, but it was fun. And, you know, I, I picked up Skyrim for the fifth time, this time on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so, which means I've now owned it on the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, uh, Steam, the PlayStation 4, um, and now the Nintendo Switch. 
You know, and that, and for those of you who don't know, and I think I mentioned this last week, but if I didn't, uh, Skyrim is my favorite game of all time. Um, so, you know, that was fun to play that. And I played some NBA 2K, which is a fantastic Switch experience. We play some Fortnite, which my son enjoys. And I, I, I enjoy dabbling in some Fortnite from time to time when I'm just looking to, you know, unwind for a little bit. Um, I've, like I said, I got back into playing Breath of the Wild. Um, and you know what? It, it reminded me what, what video games were and are and should mean to people. And that's just, they're fun. I wasn't streaming any of this. I had no interest in streaming any of it. I wasn't capturing content for YouTube. I wasn't screenshotting it for Twitter clout. Um, it was just picking up a game and playing it because it was fun. And what that made me realize is that the Nintendo Switch has one hell of a fun catalog. I mean, I have myself at 37 years old... I have a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old who all enjoy the Switch in their own little way. Um, my daughter can play Stardew Valley, and she can farm and travel around town and have relationships, and you know that's the kind of stuff that she's into. And you know, my son can play you know Fortnite in creative mode and just build stuff. He can run around setting things on fire in Breath of the Wild. Uh, you know, and then and then I can play and, and get the challenge of trying to complete stories and games, and you know, relax with uh, some franchise action in NBA 2K, and it just it offers a little bit of everything for everyone, and that's something that I don't get with the PS4. And not saying the Switch is ever going to replace my PS4. I still play PS4 constantly. I play WWE 2K on the PS4. I still dabble in some MLB The Show franchise and some Madden franchise. I'm very much looking forward to later this month when MLB The Show comes out and picking it up and playing it. It's not going to replace my PC where I play things like Out of the Park Baseball, um, which I also play for fun, not just because it's a job. Um, as community manager, I still play it. I still enjoy the game. I do love that kind of stuff. Um, but here's, you know, it's funny because I look back to me two years ago and I look at me now and I'm like, wow, two years ago, Snaggle was a friggin' idiot. Like, I almost feel like, and, and I went back and I watched a couple of these videos where, you know, I literally just shat on the Nintendo Switch for eight to ten minutes. And it's just like, was I just being negative for the sake of being negative? Was I just being negative because, you know, negativity and anger drives views on YouTube? And that's factual. I mean, people enjoy watching a good rant more than they do watching you gush about something that you love. Like how much of that was me just being negative for the sake of being negative? Because I can unequivocally sit here on March 4th, 2019 at 1.56 Atlantic time. And I can tell you, I love the Nintendo Switch. I love where it's at. I love the direction that it's heading. Um, so for me, like I, I, I can't think of why... 
I had the feelings that I did. Again, there was a lot of skepticism. Nobody would have thought that after two years it would be the best-selling console, you know, which it was in January, um, beating you know PlayStation and beating Xbox. Like nobody could have predicted that. There was a lot of skepticism, but I feel like mine was just blind negativity. And while I don't regret it, and I don't go and delete those videos, um. I don't feel that way anymore. The Nintendo Switch for me has become that beacon of, you know, seven-year-old Snaggle J. You know, at seven years old, you know, waiting to get home from school so you can you know, give Mario Brothers 2 another shot. Or Mario Brothers 3. Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or looking forward to getting home and getting that game of baseball stars in. Or getting two in. Or three. Or going back to 11-year-old Snaggle J. Trying to get as far as I could in Super Mario RPG because my buddy Super Nintendo had a problem that caused it to reset randomly. So you had to hustle, hustle, hustle to get to the next save point. Or 16, 17-year-old Snaggle J playing Paper Mario and the Land Legend of the Seven Stars. No, that's not it. That's uh, Super Mario RPG. One of the Paper Marios. Uh, Thousand-Year Door, I think. And, and, and loving that game and loving what it... You know, I can play all those games now for the most part. And they make me feel... Make me feel like a kid again. And I think, you know, it's funny because I've had such a shift in attitude lately where I really, 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 really try not to think of gaming as a job. Yes, I work for a game development company, but that's different because I'm not actively playing the game as my job. I manage a community. That's different. I stream like 90 minutes a week. And I have a, and if you've never watched an out of the park perfect team stream, um, I have a hell of a lot of fun doing it. If you've seen me on those streams, you guys see how much fun it is. And when I'm doing the WWE universe stuff on my personal channel, you guys can see how much fun I'm having while I'm doing it. That's what the Nintendo switch has done for me. It has made me, appreciate how fun video games can be and are supposed to be and it's just funny because in a in a socially driven world that is just littered with hate and negativity and attacks and people who are holier than thou and think that their attitude and their opinions are greater than yours I withdraw myself from a lot of that and I just say, you know what? I love the shit out of this game and I don't care. Who knows it? I've been playing Starlink Battle for Atlas on the Nintendo Switch, which many people have told me they hate and it sucks. And it's just gimmicky because it has the Star Fox content. Well, you know what? I love it and I think it's great and it's fun and the story, while somewhat simplistic, is quite captivating and the controls are good and I enjoy playing it. And you know what? That shouldn't bother you. 
Because my enjoyment in something has absolutely no impact whatsoever on your enjoyment of something. I can love something. You can hate it. We can agree to disagree. And guess what? We're all going to wake up tomorrow the exact same person. Because it has no impact on anything. And it's funny that it took a video game console to show me that about gaming. But it's true. Just taking that escape and removing myself from the online sphere and just playing games and playing them for fun and enjoying them and you know, being able to look back and say, hey, that game was great or that game sucked um, or you know, that game could be a little bit better. But you know what? I had fun playing them. If you don't like a game, if it's not fun, don't play it. And being part of sports gaming communities in general, I see this all the time. I see people who literally... The whole purpose of their Twitter account is to bash a game. I'm like, if this game makes you so angry, why do you keep playing it? Is it because you actually enjoy the game and you just prefer to be negative online because that's what gets clicks, that's what gets likes, that's what gets retweets? I remember being that guy. Again, you go look at my YouTube videos. I was trying to be that guy. I was trying to be the negative, loud, boisterous, ranty, opinionated, hating on everything guy because more so that I thought it would get traction than it was my actual opinion. So looking back on the two years of the Nintendo Switch, I can say... You know, unequivocally, in my mind, it's been a success. And I base that solely upon my personal enjoyment of the system. I'm really, really, really looking forward to some of the stuff coming. Obviously, Mario Maker is coming out in a few months. That's going to be fantastic. We're eventually going to get Metroid Prime. Um, and hopefully, the Metroid Prime 1, 2, 3 remastered. I think that would be really fun. I think eventually, we're going to get some sort of of uh, remastered Fallout games. I'm hoping it's a Fallout 3 and New Vegas combo pack. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. I'm definitely going to pick those up. I don't think we're going to get a Fallout 4 remastered. I think that's probably going to be a little too high tech. But one can hope that would probably get me to play Fallout 4 again. If it came out on the Nintendo Switch. But you know what? It's, again, it's just I, I'm enjoying the two years that the Nintendo Switch has come out. And I'm thoroughly looking forward to where the system goes in the future. It doesn't mean I don't still pay attention to PlayStation News and Xbox News, even though I don't have one, and PC News. I still pay attention to all those. But it's just I've gotten to appreciate what the Nintendo Switch is, what it means, um, and it has definitely taken a hold of me. And I look forward to where the Nintendo Switch is going to go in the future, in trying to keep and build upon that interest. And I really hope, honestly, you know, if you are a quote-unquote Switch hater, I hope it's for good reasons. And I, you know what? I've had plenty of conversations with people who hate the Nintendo Switch for very valid reasons. Again, a lot of people crap on Fortnite 
And rightfully so. Fortnite is not the same on the Nintendo Switch that it is on PlayStation and Xbox. But you know what? I have fun playing it. My seven-year-old has fun playing it. And that's all that matters. Everything else is irrelevant. I don't play Fortnite to be competitive. I play it for fun. If you're playing it to be competitive, again, obviously, you have different opinions than I do. NBA 2K, the same thing. It's not the same experience. While I've gushed on Twitter of how great NBA 2K is on the Switch, it's great on the Switch for what other sports games in that ecosystem. I'm not saying it's the same as it is on PlayStation, Xbox. I'm saying given what we've seen for sports games on the Switch, NBA 2K is fantastic on the Switch. So it's one of those things where, you know, I just wish, I guess, if you take a lesson away from this podcast this week, um, I really hope that you can just appreciate things for what they are. That just because you don't like something doesn't mean someone else doesn't like it. And it also doesn't invalidate their opinion if they do like it. We can all agree to disagree. We all have different needs and wants and desires and objectives and goals. And that's fine. We live too much in an online society now where it is a I'm right, you're wrong sort of atmosphere. And I hate that. Why can't I be right for me and you be right for you? Why can't we just agree to let it be that? If you don't like something, that's fine. But your dislike of it doesn't mean I have to dislike it too. But all in all, happy second birthday to the Nintendo Switch. Again, I'm looking forward to the next year of the Nintendo Switch. Maybe we'll do another one of these retrospectives next year. Um, Next week, here on the Snaggle Show, we are going to be airing our first flashback focus episode where we go back and take a look at some sort of historical event and break it down next week i will be joined by special guest cooperstown kurt Uh, if you haven't heard his new podcast the rain delay i suggest you look it up on itunes and google uh, and all of your podcatching apps the rain delay it's fantastic i definitely suggest you go listen to it next week coop and i are going to be talking about wrestlemania 6 the ultimate challenge between Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, I can tell you right now, we've already recorded it. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's definitely going to be a must-listen. It's like 90 minutes, I think, or something like that. Like, it's long. Uh, but it's going to be a really, really good episode. It was a lot of fun to record. I can't wait for you guys to hear it next week. Uh, as always, guys, I appreciate you guys subscribing to the podcast on whatever platform you choose google itunes pocket cast if you're listening natively on anchor um you can i'd love to hear some feedback you guys have on this episode um you can reach out to me on twitter twitter.com slash snaggle j if you prefer to dm me that's fine too uh, or you can tweet me just let me know what you think of the nintendo switch what did you think of this episode i welcome any opinion any and all feedback um make sure you follow me everywhere you can on the internet twitch twitter Instagram, YouTube, um, at SnaggleJ on all of those platforms. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode of The Snaggle Show. And until next time, peace.